Hello and welcome to the Help More People podcast, where our goal is to help spiritually conscious entrepreneurs find more clients and help more people. My name is Adam Nicholson, and today we have Sharon Pastore with us. Sharon is a holistic divorce attorney, marketing and business consultant, and a dream worker. Sharon helps people learn to interpret and follow their dreams, whether it be clear decisions around career path, exploring a business idea, solving a problem, or tapping into high levels of creativity, managing relationships, healing from loss, conducting workshops, speaking, etc. So Sharon, I'm so excited you're here to talk to us more about dreams and uh, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me, Adam. Excited to, to have a good conversation with you. Yeah, me too. Well, just to get right into it, can you start by giving us a little primer about dreams and dreaming? What are they? What is lucid dreaming? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can tell you a little bit more. I mean, you ask a few questions there, but um, dreams are essentially, uh, I like to think of them as a, a movie that goes on in our mind at night. So when we fall asleep, um, we like to think of them as um, just Im- in images and um, metaphors, and they speak to us in a language all their own. So they're really our mind and our brain kind of coming together to um, create this uh, story for us about a reflection of what's happening in our lives. And um, there's many different theories about where they come from. So I'd mentioned the brain and, and that it's some in Western science is kind of uh, what we know right now in terms of research is that the brain is kind of compressing memories. So that's Western. But if you look anywhere else um, in, in Eastern philosophies and ancient his- rituals and things like that, really dreams can be, uh, some believe it can come from a higher consciousness, a higher power. Um, I, I studied a little of Edgar Casey, who is the father of holistic medicine, and he was super into dreams. Um, and he believed that dream there are different levels of dreams, um, and um, there's there's an ability for dreams to connect us to a psychic realm, to the other side, um, and that we can be in a super conscious state, which is what you mentioned, Adam, which is like a lucid dream state. Um, and I can talk a little more about lucid dreaming, um, which I know a lot of people are fascinated by. And of course, another famous, uh, theorist is Carl Jung when we think of dreams. Um, and so dreams in, in a Jungian, uh, perspective is thinking about dreams as, um, these messages coming from our subconscious, um, and, uh, and that there's this collective knowledge uh, that we all have subconsciously, that we all kind of think of things in a similar way. Um, and sometimes it's referred to as archetypes, collective unconscious. Um, and uh, so that's pretty amazing uh, to to study and, and, and learn as well. And what's been your experience? I mean, where do you fit into that spectrum about where dream, what dreams are? Where do I fit in? Um, yeah. In term, what what is my belief about what, yes. what dreams come from? Well, in my experience, which I've been dreaming since I'm fascinated by dreams since I was a kid, um, and then on and off throughout like my childhood, and then really got into it actually when um, my mother passed away about nine years ago. Um, so, it, <laughs> my belief, it, just based on my experience, is. Um, is all of those things. So um, there are dreams I've had that are just can't seem to be explained by um, just saying it's the brain compressing memories. It just can't be, Um, you know, and so anyone who's had a really powerful dream can probably agree. It's like this, this didn't just come out of, I watched this weird movie last night and I must've just dreamed about it. Like it's, it's gotta be more than that. It's gotta be, um, uh, it's got to be something more spiritual and something unexplainable than that. Um, and anyone who's had a visit from a deceased loved one in particular, which I have, um, that's a lot of times where all of a sudden we can really wake up to the power of our dreams because they can come to us with messages and information um, and healing and a, a sense of healing about uh, that, that really can kind of change you 
change everything about you because you're you're in your subconscious and you're in a you're in a different state than when you're awake so when you're you have these experiences the the mind and your body treats it as real and so you you do shift when you have dream experiences just like waking experiences and that's a little i could about my belief around dreams and dream work mm. now what would you say to someone who says they can't remember their dreams or they say they don't dream? <laughs> well, I would say, and I hear that all the time if I'm talking about whenever I mention that I do dream work, I get usually two responses. <laughs> In fact, just a couple of weeks ago, I was at a, a party and um, I was talking to a husband and wife. The wife says, oh, I don't remember my dreams. And the husband's like, oh my God, I had this crazy recurring dream all the time. And then they, then they won't leave me alone. (laughs) So it's like somebody who says they don't dream, or I usually, what I tell them is there's science that says we all do dream that we do dream. We just don't remember our dreams. And then when people say, Oh, well, I don't know why I don't remember my dreams. It's, it's usually, um, number one dreams. When you wake up, if, if you, even if you just get up to go to the bathroom, you can, it can be lost. So um, my first suggestion is usually to just stay when you wake up, to just stay in that position the way you were sleeping. So you're on your back, you're on your side, and you happen to wake up. Don't move, and and even say to yourself, "What was I just dreaming about?" Um, and even just saying that, keeping your eyes closed, um, even trying to keep going back into your your mind's eye and visualizing, what was I just dreaming about, um, can trigger it. But then one of the best things to do is keep a dream journal. Um, and a lot of people will say, well, that sounds like work while I'm sleeping. I don't want to do that. Um, and it might not be for everybody, but I've been keeping a dream journal for about eight years and I've tracked over 500 dreams. Um, and so I can say that it's incredible to see what uh, is happening in your in your nightlife, in your sleeping life. Um, when you track them over time, you start to see. I've started to see fascinating patterns, um, types of dreams that I have. I have like five or six different types of recurring dreams that will show up. Um, I've seen precognitive dreams that like something that happened. Uh, in the dream, and then a couple months later, not or maybe a week later, sometimes, but maybe it's the next day. But sometimes it can be months later that something happens, and and because I've actually written it down, I'm like, oh my, oh, this is connected to this dream I had months ago. So I've seen some amazing patterns. Um, that feeling of deja vu that we all feel sometimes that is coming from a dream, and you're not necessarily knowing where it came from. Um, but I've seen it because I've tracked them. I can see that. So as far as remembering dreams, you know, a simple tip is to keep, keep a journal, um, and, and not even having to write like all of it down, um, uh, like at, at, at once, like what I'll do, for example, and, and this isn't for everybody, but I keep this, a particular type of journal under my bed, under my pillow, and it has a band on it and I have a, a rolling pen. So I know it'll always write. And in the middle of the night, I actually just will write like three or four words down of the dream and then put it back under my uh, pillow. And because I have a band on it to exact location, I know that I'm not writing over former dreams, which I've done. <laughs> so I can't read my handwriting in the morning. Um, and then I can just fill it in. I don't always fill it in like right in the morning either. I'll fill it in later in the day because I have enough that reminds me of it. But the more you can fill in in the morning, the better, the more detail, the better. So I mean, my my most powerful dreams that I use in my waking life for guidance, I've written down and I have like complete phrases that something somebody said to me, I said to them. And so it's like full-blown conversations that like I can really use as if they were waking experiences to help guide me. Um, so, you know, if you're, if, if you are interested in using your dreams for guidance, then you, a journal or some people use apps like on their phone, but I don't really like keeping a phone near my bed. So, um, and I have my, um, my husband with me. So it's like, I have to, I don't want to speak into a phone or anything like that. Um, some people feel they don't wake up if they speak. I feel like I'll wake up if I whisper something into a phone. Um, I'd rather just write something in the dark. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) 
When you talk about the patterns you noticed in your own dreaming, did you see those um, dreams coming in clusters of more of an, was it more of an organized pattern or was it more random or did you Um, notice anything like that? Um, I would say, excuse me, the dreams progress over time. So when I say I, I see the pattern, it's usually a recurring dream about something. So for example, I have a recurring dream over time that I need, that I've been on a trip away and that I need to, um, oh my God, I forgot. I have to go home today and I have to get to the airport. Um, and I didn't like, I'm not packed and I have to get packed and I'm not going to make it to the airport and I have to figure out how to get there. (laughs) And it's like, it's changed over time. And then I've watched how it's, and then it's, it's connected to an experience I had many years ago where I served in AmeriCorps for two years and I'm always back there trying to, um, like I went for a reunion of some sort and then I have to, um, all of a sudden figure out how to get back home. And, um, I, I treat those dreams for me tend to be triggered when I have, a, um, like an event coming up that, um, is important that I have to, uh, that I have to plan for, but also gets triggered by, um, when I had a personal experience there where I felt like I loved my experience of being part of a community, um, and serving, but I also had to wear a uniform every day in that that program I was in. And I think there was a lot about loss of identity in that. So whenever I feel like I'm not sure what my identity is in, in a situation, um, but also particularly connected to the pressure of having to prepare for something and be prepared, it shows up um, for me. Um, so it's it's like just that leftover energy over the years. And and it, it, there's been progress in those dreams. So because I've been so conscious of writing those down and spending time working on them in my waking state when I have the executive functions of my brain to, to help me work through what's happening in the dream, um, I can help that dream progress. And then I can use some of those things in my waking life. So for example, one of those AmeriCorps dreams where I'm away and have to get back home to the airport. Um, I ended up um, in that dream. I ended up like, uh, well, one dream I had to get to the airport or I was in the airport. That's right. And I noticed I had keys in my left hand. And because I had the keys, it triggered me to realize I was in a dream. And so when I realized I was in the dream, I recognized that, oh my gosh, I don't even have to be in this airport. I became so aware. I said, I could do whatever I want. So I just went right through a window and just out the window and had this incredible (laughs) experience seeing all this gorgeous landscapes and nature. And it just completely changed. So it was like, it was this feeling of, I don't have to worry about time. I don't have to worry about time. Another similar experience in a dream was, Um, I talked to somebody and got help at the airport and I said, and he said, creative human resources to me. And I said, oh, and so I I just, there were things I recognized in my waking life. Like if I'm stuck and I need to get somewhere at a certain time, I can ask for help. (laughs) Like, of course I can. And, and utilizing who's around me. And then at one point I actually just said, all right, I'm actually going to call the airport because I need to understand what happens if I don't make a flight, because there's so much pressure to get on a flight, right? To line up and get onto a flight and get there on time. If you miss it, you're going to miss. So it's like this whole FOMO experience, right? Fear of missing out. So, um, and I learned that as long as you're nice, they will get you on the next flight. And that changed my life because I think I realized with a lot of things, I'm just like, you know, this, this idea of permission to improvise. We plan, we plan, we plan. And then when the event occurs, you have to shift gears to permission to improvise. And I say that a lot when I'm planning events in my business and my work. I have I plan and that's wonderful. But then when the event actually comes, it's you need to actually improvise on the spot and be comfortable with that. And that's the beauty of the art and and the plan, the left and the right brain, or you know the creative and the and our analytical side. And um, so these are just kind of. Um, 
a recurring dream that that kind of work I've helped work on over the years. I've had other types, but that's just one that I've had that shows up at certain times. Yeah. Well, that's a lot to unpack. <laughs> Especially when you're talking about the airport. I like that metaphor there. It's uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> so when you have dreams like that or looking back, what advice would you give to us or to folks who are starting out trying to interpret these dreams? Where do you begin with that? So I would, like I said, the first step is to write it down. Because the more detail you have, the more we have to work with, the more of the experience. Um, And so that would be my first bit of advice is to write the dream down in a journal. I would also suggest to give the dream um, a title. So you look at your dream as a story with a narrative, characters, plot, setting, looking at all those things as if it were a real story, looking at it as if it were a real waking life experience. Um, And so that would be a good start. Um, And then as far as wanting to take a look deeper at the dream. um, So like I said, um, one of the things I do is I'll, I'll start with like, well, what might have triggered this dream? What happened over the past few days that might have triggered this dream? Um, and, and I think a lot of people stop there and then they go, it was just a dream because of this happened, but there's a reason why you dreamed about it. Even if it was a movie you watched or a book you were reading, there's something about it that, um, made its way into your subconscious that's connected to something important for you. So believing that this has a message for you is really important too. Um, and then I would also suggest that to go further, to actually look at the pieces of the dream, this dream movie that you so creatively wrote, produced, and directed, <laughs> because it is, it's a creative work. It really is. Um, and try to ask some questions of yourself. For example, what is trying to be accomplished in this dream? Did it get accomplished? Do you notice opposites or contrasts in the dream? There's usually some kind of tension in the dream that's opposite. Do you notice opposite types of people, opposite colors, opposite scenarios? Um, are there any kind of interesting words, metaphors, puns in the dream? Um, like, I, I this wasn't my dream, but I remember in a dream group, somebody had a dream about Nazis. And we talked about it's something that they're not seeing. So actually dreams can be amazingly clever. I recently had a dream where, um, in terms of metaphor, like I I had just gotten out of quite a bit of debt or I was in a quite a bit of debt. And in the dream, I was in, uh, in a car drowning in this water and my head was trying to literally stay above the water. So this metaphor of head staying above water, I knew related to my debt and I was trying to keep from drowning in debt. Um, so, um, and then you also can take a look at um, what connections in your waking life. Um, and then also what are the, um, and this is a huge part of dreams and dream work, where, where are the emotions? You feel the emotions most um, in the dream? Where does it have the most energy for you? Because sometimes dreams can be super long and you're just like, well, I don't know. First I'm you know, here, then I'm there. None of it makes sense. So you want to like pick the part that is most emotional. Um, and you could work with just that piece. Um, but a lot of times dreams can be really elusive and it really helps to work with, um, in a group or a small group, or even do some dream work around this, especially if it's a a really powerful dream or it's a recurring dream, um, to see what's, what's happening in your, in your dream state and your, in your deeper mind that your the message that's trying to get to you. Um, so that's kind of where I would, those are a few questions I would, uh, I'd recommend, you know, to ask yourself after you write the dream down when you wake up. Yeah, I love that. And yeah, I know for me, paying attention to the emotions is a big piece of it and something I'm, mm-hmm. I try to focus on because it can yeah. get away so quickly. <laughs> Another thing too is um, you can ask yourself what, was your belief about a character or a situation in the dream? And um, how does this, and, and 
a lot of times, and just like and if you're um, trying to figure out limiting beliefs in your waking life, again, the same beliefs are happening in the dream too. But a lot of times it's just very visual, very exaggerated um, because um, the mind is not all the parts of your mind brain are fully awake when you are um, or fully asleep when you're sleeping, actually. Um, only like you don't have the executive functions when you're sleeping, but your ability in the, I forget the name of the back, in the back of the mind where you're able to um, see visuals those are your, that part of your brain is actually still awake when you're sleeping. Um, and the part that sees the part that, um, has language, I, I believe is either partly awake and partly asleep. So you can't make decisions. You can't reason, but you are, um, uh, be able to see and you have some language functions. So that's why the dream is talking to you in charades all the time. It's like when mm -hmm. you see someone doing a character doing something, think of it as a game of charades. Like someone's trying to tell you something and show it to you. Um, and, uh, uh, and you're trying to get a message, especially if you see a deceased loved one and the, and they, you don't understand what they're doing. They're, they're probably trying to t give you a message in a charade format. <laughs> um, but, but that's what's, um, but in terms of like what else you can do with the dream, Looking at looking at it from what are the limiting beliefs that you are um, experiencing in that dream, and how can you um, use that, and and what is a way another way to look at it, um, so that you can um, feel you can have a new way of looking at something or try a new way of being, and that's what I love about dream work too. You're in a subconscious state, but you're trying a new way of being in it, and and you're seeing how it turns out, what your fears are about it, what it might look like. When you're lucid in the dream, because you did ask me about this, um, and I mentioned when you're sleeping, only certain parts of the brain are awake. Well, when you're lucid in a dream, you're, there's, you're actually more awake in some, I, I believe it's some of the executive functions. So um, there's been a lot of uh, studies and research done where um, you, you're actually awake in your sleep. <laughs> so um you can influence the the dream that you can't control the dream some people say oh, lucid dreaming is when you control the dream you're not controlling it um you're actually able to influence or co-create along with the dream and you have a greater awareness um and that can have be really powerful because you can like I've had experiences where I can talk to the dream characters, people in my dream and ask them questions. Well, what do you represent? I don't have to wait till I wake up. I've been able to ask them questions in my sleep. What do you represent? And they give me sometimes crazy answers, but sometimes really informative answers. <laughs> and um, That's when it gets really fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I really love what you were saying about not having the ability to speak or the language faculties or so it, and thinking about how we can carry that over into our 3D human lives where, you know, we tend to focus so much on words and uh, the ability to communicate that way when in, when oftentimes it can be helpful to utilize these other, these other parts of our bodies and listening with our hearts or our guts and feeling into the emotions. Yeah. Um, is there a way that you can pop back into your dream? So, for instance, you had a dream over the night and there was just a lot of information there to go through and you want to dig deeper into it. Are there are there things you can do to pop back into that dream in meditation or perhaps, you know, asking to be dropped back in before you go to sleep the next night? Yes, yes, yes. Um, that's a great question. Um, and I've done some of this. Uh, I, I, um, I can give you an example of um, a dream I had where um, I've done something like that. Well, I did it more in a waking state, um, but you can definitely pop back in when you're asleep. So, um, but let, actually, before I give the example, um, so as far as if let's say you wake up middle of the night and you're like, Oh man, I love, this is a great dream. And there's information I want to use. And I need, I, I woke up before, maybe I got so excited that I became lucid in a dream, became aware. I was dreaming that I just like 
woke up. <laughs> um, and so if you can talk to your subconscious and it will listen to you, whatever you want to tell it, it will believe. So for better or for worse. So anything as simple as it can be that simple as, um, I want to go back into this dream as you're falling asleep and picturing. So if you actually picture that piece of the dream, it's a beautiful place. It's like a person you were talking to, whatever it is, picture that and just say to yourself, take me back, take me back there, take me back there. It's like a self-hypnosis. And as you fall back asleep, you can re-enter that dream state. Let's say that doesn't happen though. I'll give you an example of a dream I had actually related to my current business and how I use the dream work in my, in my current business that I, um, I have. Um, so I am, uh, my, in my current business, I do different things, but in my current business, I am, uh, I am, um, I run a, a divorce mediation and legal services business. I'm not an attorney, um, but I, I am. I do the marketing, and I um, organize um, people in our community around mediation as a um, as a more peaceful way to divorce. Um, and so, what I in this particular dream that I had in the dream, I was talking to someone who I thought was a potential mediation client. I was talking to her on the phone, but then she starts to ask me questions. Um, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, is she a mediation client or is she asking me about dream work? <laughs> and I wasn't totally sure. Um, and so in the dream, I say something to her like, oh, maybe that's what we are to do together. And when I tell her I do dream work, she really lights up. She starts to ask me what I charge and I give her a price. I, she asked me if I would come to meet her somewhere. And I said, oh, no, I just do it over, the, over a video call. And, and then I get confused. Is she talking to me about mediation or dream work? And, um, and, and by the end of this dream, like it didn't end. I woke up and it didn't have an ending. And I thought, this is a powerful dream because I'm transitioning from doing the mediation, the marketing and mediation work and working with uh, and, and answering our phones and, and helping interested um, potential clients um, navigate their options to dream work. And yet this particular, in this dream, she didn't know, I didn't know, and she didn't know <laughs> what, what, um, which, which, who, who she, what I was supposed to help her with. And it made perfect sense really, because I, I was working toward moving in this direction, but I didn't, I didn't feel like I got the exact answer like, Oh, I want to go back and know what which work am I doing here? <laughs> so I I attended a actually attended a workshop. Um, and this I recommend this book, um, Mindful Dreaming by Claire Johnson. Um, we did an exercise called a waking, it was a wake, mindful dreaming exercise where you re-enter the dream in an awake state, sort of like a meditation in an awake state. And you you go back into the dream and um you continue the dream even though you're awake in a meditation and you keep writing down what happens, you just watch it like it's a movie. So it's a visualization and you just keep writing it down and keep writing it down and seeing where it takes you. And it was fascinating. I had a fascinating experience with this exercise because I had no idea that when I continued the dream, we ended up um, in my parents' house and she wanted to go down the basement at my parents' house. And I didn't want to go down there. And she said, don't worry, we'll be down there for just a minute. And I thought, now this was awake. I just had, I just did a visualization and I thought, oh my God, there's one thing I need to revisit that happened in maybe in my childhood or in, in, and I, I, the basement represents like a lot of fights in my house because we were always trying to get rid of stuff and we never could in my house. So it was like, I didn't really feel like going back there, but in this waking dream exercise, I realized she, this character wanted to take me down there very briefly because I had to understand and heal something down that basement in order to move forward with the dream work I'm doing. So there, so and I, I honestly, I didn't, I didn't go, didn't finish that part of it yet, but, but and it was just as powerful as the dream. 
that's what's so crazy about it. Like I had the dream and then I didn't finish working on it or anything because, you know, you can work on a dream for, for a long time. Many times you can go back and revisit that dream. And, um, and because a dream is really a lot of times a thought before a thought. And how often and how often do we need to have a lot of thoughts before they become a belief, before they become an action, right? So so the dream is like the thought before that. It's complete it's like um it's it's so early in the in the seed planting of whatever you're trying to realize that I sometimes I'm like, well, I, I just will I know it's early, so I kind of let things start to unfold. I don't always take immediate action based on this dream, I will um, look for things that connect to that dream and observe it and then go, like I wait for evidence in the waking state to, um, over time, to get more meaning, draw more meaning back to the dream, if that makes sense. So, but like, I think what you originally asked, Adam, was like, can you go back into the dream state? And the answer is, Absolutely. Even if you can't get yourself, your mind, you know, to, to hypnotize yourself and just fall back asleep, it depends on sometimes where your sleep cycle is at night. Um, it can, it could be what you ate that night. Like you might just not be able to get in, back into that dream state. But um, another simple thing to do is is to simply write a message on a, a note card and put it under your bed. Um, and I've had many great, vivid. Inf- Inf- lots of information come to me just from writing a simple note on a card um, that says like, what's the most important thing I can be doing for my business right now? A coach might ask you that, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're working with a coach. You could coach yourself. You could just write that on a card, put that under a pillow, dream on it for a couple of nights. Let it, it mightn't take a couple of nights. Um, you just stare at the card as you're falling asleep hold on to the card, get some emotional charge that the more emotional charge you have about the question, the better, you know, um, I love the right now because it's something you need right now. You want to know right now what it is. So it's like, mm-hmm. what is it? I'm, I, I've, and, and, um, those who are most open and their antennas are wide up are going to get some messages. I've had people do this and they have a nightmare that night <laughs> because they're just like, Oh shit, like there's some stuff I got to clear. Whoops, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. But there's some stuff I have to um to clear first perhaps. I have to let go of before I manifest. And that's why the dream work is so darn powerful because it goes right into the to where you're blocked or where you might be blocked. Um, or you can start to try something exciting like you could you might end up having a dream. I have a lot of dreams with Oprah in it. And she's like my friend and she, she tells me, she keeps it real with me in the dream. You know, she's always like, you know, Sharon, you're, you're great, but you should be doing this or that. Like she totally guides me in my dream, but she, she lets me know when I'm, you know, going in the right or wrong direction, she'll show up um, here and there. And uh, it's just, it's just funny. Like we have different people that probably show up over time that like help guide us or um, yeah. So there's there's so many different ways to to go about it, but like I said, if you want to keep it simple and you want to get back into a dream, um, just you can um, write it on a card if you're awake and trying to fall back asleep, or if you're if you like meditation, you had this dream, you can do a, a waking dream exercise and re-enter the dream and continue it um, and see where you end up. Just watch it like a movie. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> Going and taking that uh, a step further into lucid dreaming, can you, is that also something that we can train ourselves to get into or how can we get closer to that state? Yeah. I've taken a couple lucid dream courses. Um, and, uh, yes, I, and I'm also part of a lucid, like a secret lucid dream group where we do different experiments together and we're from like all different parts of the world, which is pretty amazing. So we're like, um, and so dreaming in a small group really helps, um, reading about lucid dreaming. Um, Robert Wagoner is a great, like, uh, he was my foray into lucid dreaming. He's, he's so knowledgeable and he's like 
taught all these courses on lucid dreaming, I, I would recommend taking one of his, his courses um, because it's, it's a lot of about focus. So if you're focused on it and you want to do it and you really focus on it, um, that alone can create the lucid dreams. And then there's particular skills that you learn because it is a it can be a learned skill. So, like we learn about uh, something called reality checks. So let's say all throughout the day, you this is a very simple thing you can do. Um, I would do this like you just try to put you make a T with your hands and you just you know connect the T like timeout right timeout. And during the day you just go up. Oh, I'm awake. You know, I'm I must be awake because my hand doesn't go through my other hand. But if you do it all day long, either that night or a few nights later, you probably are going to have a dream about it and you're going to see your hand actually go through the other hand. <laughs> and you're going to be like, whoa, this must be a dream. How I could, how, because you, in your dream state, you'll go, my hand can't go through my other hand. And then boom, you have a trigger. This must be a dream. And then the whole world opens up and then there's all kinds of ways to stay lucid in the dream because the minute you have your first lucid dream, I guarantee you're going to wake right up. You're going to be so excited because all of your emotions and your um, awareness is like supercharged a hundred times than you are in your waking state. So you're, you're like watching everything in super HD and um, you can do anything, anything. So if you knew you had the power to do anything and no one could find out about it, what would you do? I mean, that is a scary question. And that's why I think people don't, only people in certain circles really talk about it because, I mean, that's that's pretty darn powerful. <laughs> I, a lot of times people will fly, right? Or have sex, like with anyone they want because right? <laughs> nobody's going to find out about it. Um, you might start screaming at people. That's a lot. It's really common to be like yelling in people's faces and just screaming in their faces because you always have to contain yourself in the waking state and this dream state. You can just yell and see what people say. But then you've learned to like, then there's skills how to um, manage that. So for example, like I, I've gotten to become so proficient at lucid dreaming that I, I've had like hour long lucid dreams um, where I go to oh, different places. I mean, talk to so many people, go to like different planets. Some, I, mean, I don't know if I was on a different planet. Some people say they're on a different planet. <laughs> I, 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 I genuinely enjoy talking to the people when I'm in a lucid dream state, like if I'm at a party or something, it's like, I guess I'm just a social person, even in my lucid dreams. So I like to just talk to a lot of people and get information from them. Um, but I, I know a lot of people like to actually just look up to the awareness or, or look out and just speak out loud and ask the question. So when you're in that lucid dream state, when you say, what is the most important thing I can be doing right now? And you put it under your pillow, you become aware in the state and you can actually yell it out. What is the most important thing I can be doing right now? And you yell it in the dream. Um, and you could hear something come back to you or something will happen you wait for something to happen in the dream. And it might be, like I said, like even like a charade, like somebody, something comes in front of you and you see like a horse riding across. I've seen like, I remember yelling out something like that. I remember seeing a stallion racing across and, um, uh, or some people will be, um, or a, a character will come, a dream person, like a, another person in your dream might come that looks like a guide and tell you something really important. And I often do this, like in the dream state, I want to remember everything someone tells me, so I will repeat it back to them because I use that from my waking state. If I'm trying to remember something, I'll repeat it back. So in the dream state, I'll say, so you said, um, you know, the cow jumps over the moon, you know, and it's like usually something a little cryptic, but not always. Sometimes it's flat out clear, you know, <laughs> information. And it's like, you know, okay. And then I actually end up trying to wake up from the dream. I've kind of taught myself how to wake up from the dream so I can like write the information down. And, um, I'll, and then have you ever had a dream where you're, you can see yourself laying in bed because <laughs> you're waking up from the dream? Right. So, so I have a lot of dreams where I'm writing in a journal and then I have dreams I'm writing in a journal and then I wake up from the dream and I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm actually awake <laughs> 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 and I'll write it down, you know. Um, so 
It's fun. It it really is. And if you're afraid of nightmares, some people are like, I would not want to do that. I don't have nightmares. I don't want to know what my subconscious is thinking. I can say that I have not had a nightmare in years because lucid dreaming helps us face our fears, face our nightmares, face scary things because we know it's a dream. And when you know it's a dream, you 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 lose your fear because you know, you're aware that it's a dream state and you can, um, there's a lot of techniques and in the courses you can take around how to actually send love and light in the dream (laughs) to, to the very thing that scares you. Um, and it's healed instantly. It's amazing, you know, and these are things we can take to our waking life because I do these things now in my waking state the thing that scares me, I try to send love and light to it. And, um, you know, and, and these are off, sometimes they're just aspects of ourselves in, and, and in the dream state. So the scary animal might be, or a person might be a side of us that we've, um, discarded about ourselves, like big angry man, you know, or something. And you're like, ah, he's scary. But maybe there's an inner part of us that needs to come out and be that way. Right. And, and we're not showing our, raising our voices enough or speaking up enough. And we need to find our inner, inner ogre. <laughs> and, and it's trying to sh- tell us something maybe. And, and we're, we're always sending it away in our, our waking state. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's just so much that we can, can draw from it. And what I love about it is it's always present. It's always like, the message is always something you need to know right now. It's never, uh-huh. it's, it's always something you need to know. <laughs> well, bringing this into the entrepreneurs or people who are focused on their careers, mm-hmm. can, I think you've, you've already said this, but could you distill down some bits of wisdom into how we can use these dreams to help grow our businesses or find more success in our careers or find more fulfillment. Oh yeah, sure. And um, a lot of times it's best to tell through an example. So there's a dream right now. um, I just had the other night. It's fresh and I don't even hundred percent know like exactly the message it's telling me, but it has to do, it it had to do with a, um, I'm relaunching my own podcast for my business called the healthy divorce podcast and i i know i've had mixed feelings about relaunching it because and and i bet folks can relate to this there's a there's a bit of an indulgent feeling to it like oh well that's going to cost me some money and i just got out of debt and now i'm going to spend money to launch this podcast um and and so this was something on my mind it's been on my mind for a while and and i had this particular dream where this happened like last week where i see my husband writing a check to my daughter. Um, and I knew he was, I felt like he was doing this spiteful move to writing her a check because I was writing a check to do this podcast. And I felt like he, it was, you think it's me with this frivolous spending on this podcast, even though I think it's a great marketing tool for our business. And um, in the dream, I was like yelling at him. And, um, and I, I took the checks to our kids and I ripped them up. <laughs> and I thought, look at, and, and when I woke up, I, I was pretty disturbed by it because um, I realized, you know, we, we were in oh, quite a bit of debt um, in the past year and we just became debt free. And it's an amazing feeling, you know, by reorganizing a lot of things in our business and reducing a lot of the expenses. Um, and, and now it's the holiday season and it's time to like also give, um, give gifts. And here I am spending all this money up front on this on and getting some podcasts edited. And I just was like, what is this about? There is, there's a connection to investing in my business and investing in my family. And it's, it's like, there's something either one or the other. And my husband and I run our business together. Um, so, and we've been through a lot over the past years in our, in our business and we've, we've really gotten to a good place. And I know that I have some inner guilt 
<laughs> about, you know, spending the money on the business. It's almost like I, maybe I won't spend my money on like my hair or getting my hair done or something, but I like to spend it on the business. Like it's like, um, you know, is it necessary? <laughs> um, so I took, I knew there were these important messages about it. Um, and I knew the check was important as an image um, and action. So, so there was some action I took, but I didn't take it right away because if you go right to a part, if I went right to my business partner, I was like, I dreamed about you last night. This is what it said. This is what it means. And, um, so therefore it must be so. <laughs> like, I promise you hundred percent it's going to backfire. Like we want to use our dreams in our waking life, but it's important to take the time to, to do some inner work in the waking state before we necessarily, um, approach someone that you had a dream with them in it or, um, or what the message means. I think I talked about this, that like important to, to look at, observe the waking light, observe the waking state with this dream in mind and where it connects, take some time to do that because we could be drawing the wrong conclusions about it. Like you could be projecting the wrong thing on it. Like, it, it it happened this way, therefore it must be so. It's precognitive. It has to be. They had dreamed it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Dream might be just reflecting something like back to you. It's giving you information. It's so early on, like I said, in the state of of the thought. It's the thought before the thought, before the belief, before the action. So it's like give it time to germinate a little bit and figure out what where that came from and what that is about. So this is so fresh that um and and I've talked to my husband about my dreams all the time, so I did talk to him about this. And but I've I I wouldn't recommend that right away unless you're really comfortable <laughs> talking to somebody about what happened in your dream and trusting them. And because then they think it's about them, and it it may or may not be. It may be about something just going on. Like this is definitely just going on with me right now. I know I have some some issues I'm working out around spending money in my business, um, and making investments after coming out of so much debt and um you know, but it stimulates some good conversations. And I didn't realize I connected it to my kids and that I'm like, I'm taking money from them by putting it in the business. It's like, wow. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty deep. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I had another dream the other night, um, uh, last week also about a new person we hired in our business. Um, and, I had a wonderful dream about her and she was like really clever and had, and, and in the dream and it was in a beautiful open space. And she was in the dream. She was like a researching all this information. And in the dream, I went to bed early and she stayed up. And to me, that was pretty clear that not only did I feel like I reinforced that I hired the right person, but that she's going to possibly be in the work I do with divorce longer than I'm going to be. I'm gonna, <laughs> and and I knew that much. I, there's there's only so much I can conclude. That was it. And in the dream, she had an interesting. There was an interesting image that I'm just still working with. So I took the time to work with this image. It was a. She had a really cool Mac computer that was smaller, uh, but but still open, just as wide as a normal MacBook. And I was like, that's and and I just what I know so far. I did a little bit of work with this image by just saying what do I associate with this image? You know, MacBook, you know, it's, it's sleek, it's convenient, it's efficient. She, the fact that she had a better way to do something than I did, like I saw that as a real positive and that she was going to be really good in this, in, in her role in the business. She was going to last longer, but that's all I could draw from that so far. Um, and so it's an energy I'm carrying. So those are a couple examples of things that happen right, right now, um, just in the past week that I'm like feeling like the direction one, I'm on the right path with the person I hired. And the second one is like, oh, wow, this just showed me that I have some, some work to do around my beliefs around money in my, my business and, and placing my business versus my, my children. And like, cause when you run a small business, it's a, I run, it's like a lifestyle business, right? So it's like, when you put it in your business, you could just keep that money maybe and just put it and keep it for the family. So it's like, I have some work to do around that. <laughs> I just know I have work to do around it and I'm not going to draw any conclusions. I'm just open now to it. I love that. And just approaching it with uh, this heart of curiosity, which I think we 
we often forget to bring with us when we're working on our own shit. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yes, yes. To be observers of things, even even when it comes to yeah. the, comes to the dream, because the more work you do with dreams, the more information you're getting, and it's like it just starts coming fast and furious, Adam. It's like it's it's yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sharon. This was incredible. I can't thank you enough for being here and sharing all of this wisdom. Really, really helpful. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah. Enjoyed it. And for everyone everyone listening, you can find more information about Sharon Pastori at dreamgirlpower.com. Uh, but Sharon, can you please take a moment and tell us how we can work with you, how folks can find you, and what you're going to be doing? Yeah. So I'm... Um, as you said, you can find me at dreamgirlpower.com. Um, we can do a dream power session. Um, I also do dream work for creative entrepreneurs. So if you're looking to kind of supercharge your business um, and want to kind of literally follow your dreams, which is what I do, uh, we talk about following your dreams, but doing this dream work and, and including lucid dream work. Um, we can literally follow our dreams and um, work and move in a direction of helping us to manifest and let go at the same time. So um, you can contact me through dreamgirlpower.com and um, we can, like I said, do one session or we can do some ongoing intensive work. Um, and um, I also am putting together, um, if you're looking to work in a small sort of mastermind group, um, I also um, am putting those together too. So if you'd like to find others that you want to dream along with you, um, I, I can um, train you or I can facilitate the group to um, do some of this work um, over a period of time. So you can kind of dream with other people and, and incubate dreams, which is what I was talking about, putting the card under the pillow um, and get information that can be really useful for your business and your life. 